Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. I forgot to test my mic, so... Oh, shit! Let's, like, I really hope this is working. Yeah. You should be able to see the little sound things, right? Yeah, I can see it. It just depends on how it sounds. It's fine. We're good. We'll find out. If there's sound issues, we're only a little bit sorry. Yeah. I put, like, sometimes you hear an echo, and then sometimes you hear, like, other shit. And honestly, you guys... I'm no one's complained so far so like sh- we're trying our best here yeah and we actually I- get lots of compliments on our editing so there oh, you go there we go there wasn't there's not much to it like i don't even edit us a lot <laughs> we're just naturally this fucking fucking <laughs> just leave it uh happy valentine's day for those who are into that thing happy love day yeah i at this time will hopefully be seeing spider-man and eating some sort of delicious food yeah that's all i that's all i hope for Um, that's really all it is for us is it's like an excuse to take time out of our days to like hang out with each other yeah because you know when you've been with someone for so long you're just kind of like every "Eh." year i post the (laughs) same picture it's um from jackie from that 70s show yeah like, if i could run across the beach in my own arms i would and i post it every single valentine's day when was it there was one year where you posted it and someone messaged me being like did danielle and stewart break up yeah like, <laughs> i love it because it gets people like stewart loves it i think one year stewart posted it too he posted like another version of it i think it was that year because someone asked me and then he posted it too to see yeah. if like someone like people would keep asking or something we were testing the waters you guys because it's so much you know, fun you could love yourself and still be in a relationship it's possible Hell yeah and also I'm if i could also run favorite. across the beach into my own arms i definitely would absolutely i don't know if i'd catch myself but i'd try yeah <laughs> the effort would be there <laughs> But yeah, to those who are celebrating, we hope it's lovely. To those who are not, we hope it's also lovely. And I hope you have like a glass Valentine's of wine and Day. some chocolate. And Hell yeah. Love yourself. That's the most important. Hell yeah. Um, before we get into our... We, we did a theme. We did it. We managed we to it. do it. Um, I'm very excited for mine. Um, I have. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first with updates? Uh, why don't I go first? You go first because mine's yeah podcast related there we go so we're gonna get on like a little bit of a serious note right now i told them i'd say something and we got permission to do so so a couple i know um their five-year-old daughter recently got diagnosed with cancer um i just wanted to post it here so either someone if you guys want to feel so inclined to donate to their fundraiser that would be fantastic they do have a gofundme or even just share it just to yeah. share it. Sharing it matters because you never yeah. know. There's people who scroll and just randomly donate to random ones yeah. too, right? So exactly. anything they, you could do to help. Even like they're just asking for like prayers and like warm wishes her way. Positive I mean, vibes and all that. Exactly. So we're going to include the GoFundMe in um, our show notes. Um, but her name's Haley. She's only five years old. She's currently in Sick Kids, and thankfully we have a great healthcare system, so a yeah. lot of her stuff is covered. However, their both parents are currently out of work due to being down at um, Sick Kids with her, and she they don't live close, so they're currently actually staying in a hotel there. Oh, are they? Aww. Yeah. So they currently have no income right now, and they do have a mortgage. They have a house um to pay Food for costs money yeah it's, that's one of the things that i don't know if people realize how hard it is when someone's in the hospital to like coordinate meals yeah exactly uh, it's it's actually like probably one of the hardest so that that money is going to good use uh i'm gonna post it in our story uh 
can we add it to our link in bio thing? I think so. Our little, we'll try to do something like that. We'll add it to our chain thing that yeah. we have. Um, even if you want to give like $5, that's cool. If you want to just share it, that's cool. But yeah. anything helps. It's yeah. really sad. She's really cute. She's freaking adorable. She's like the cutest kid in the whole entire world. Like she's, she's really, really cute. My heart is that one means to her found out like we definitely hugged river a bit tighter that night yeah so it's very very upsetting and they're not getting the best news right now because it has unfortunately they're not sure if it's a certain tumor and because it's because it's spread unfortunately um so they're waiting on some results but they are starting chemo and yeah so all the positive vibes too all the positive vibes and if you can help please do uh i'll post reminders all week and annoy you guys that way yeah um but that's i feel bad like moving on from that because it's very sad but yeah uh on another note uh last week i covered the summerton man case out of australia and i lied to you guys i straight up lied <laughs> to your faces you bitch. Um, <laughs> i said that i couldn't find any updates and literally i forget what i was looking up w- about the case but i looked it up and i saw that uh he was in fact exhumed in may 2021 so the summerton man has been exhumed and so the reason why he's been exhumed is fucking hilarious to me. Uh, so this woman claims to be his granddaughter, which is why they exhumed him, because she's like, I want to claim his body, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, that woman is dating slash married to, I'm not sure, Professor Abbott, who's the guy that claims to have a photo of Jessica's son with the ears and the teeth. Yeah. So a little bit fishy, but I didn't want to lie to you guys. So that's the facts on that I mean, you technically <laughs> lied to us i know i remember <laughs> opening my text message and you were like having a meltdown you're like oh my god and i was like whoa i'm terrible at my job see the worst part is is like i t- i googled summerton man updates and nothing came up but then i googled something else like after the episode had come out i don't know who i was talking to and like it was the first thing that popped up and i was like wow i'm fucking awful at research <laughs> i am terrible i quit no that's great though that's just yeah so there you go um i might or might not keep posted on that i don't know i might just keep lying to you guys so do I'll let you know is there an update why they exhumed him like did they say why uh she she like wants to claim his body pretty much so she oh, wants okay. to have the dna okay. run to see if it's again like if it's her um i think i saw in september 2021 they still hadn't done it for some reason um but i think it's fishy that she's involved with a professor because to me I, t- I said this to you. This comes across as, like, the, the guy's so obsessed with this case that he's like, yo, go tell them you're his granddaughter so they'll dig up the body. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's, he's – I don't know. If she's weird. actually the granddaughter, then good for her. Yay. But it's just too weird. But if it's not, then, like, what the tits? <laughs> he definitely told her to do it to, like, exhume the body. Because I was reading more about the professor, and apparently he is, like, super invested in the case. And that's how he got that rare photo that no one has seen before. He, like <laughs> – I, I picture him having that, uh, the cork board with the red strings attached. Oh my God. Him. Yes. Yeah. I think he's like that about this case. So I don't know if I fully believe it's his granddaughter, but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> I mean, if they exhumed the body, you think they would have like tried to like put it back as soon as possible? Yeah. No, as far as I know, it's still, uh, out, out, out of there. <laughs> exhumed. <must> stinky. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. yeah, that's all I can think it's of. Probably like bones now, isn't it? But I don't know still, how that works. It'd still be stinky. Like you know how like when okay. So to anyone that has a cottage, like if your cottage is closed oh, that, for, like, like the musty. winter and it's like musty smell. Yeah. Ew. Like I feel like as soon as you open that like coffin, it's like musty and stinky. I totally know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Ew. 
Well, on that note, um, get spooky. Let's get spooky, guys. <laughs> um, so on the note of sniffing dead bodies, <laughs> like, I hope I never have to do that in my whole entire life. Uh, I feel I like I'm gonna do it one time. Dead mice to know that I never want to smell a dead human. Amen. Oh my god, we had the worst. We have like we had a mouse in our garage, and I don't know how it died, but it, like it died eating our broom. Like Stuart just found it like dead. I was like, maybe the broom killed it. I don't know. Maybe you have disgusting. like cleaning solution on the broom or something. Maybe no, but it was in the like, garage. Like, like it's our it's our like our leaf brush for outside. Oh god. I don't know. I don't know. It just uh, <laughs> I don't know, guys. But that smell, like that's it's wow. awful. Yeah. Um, so this episode is also dedicated to Connor because he saved my life again this, this week. <laughs> Just doing our like, jobs. I have, a, I have a couple creatures for you. I'm only, I'm only focusing on one. And of course he gave me like the one that I literally cannot ever pronounce ever ever ever, ever <laughs> she ever. was just trying to learn it. Uh, I also just, before you start, I want to say that Connor gives the best like post show like wrap up. Yeah. Uh, if, if you've ever read his comments on our posts, he's like he, the way he summarizes things. I'm like can you just write my my podcast for me yeah. like, <laughs> we're just gonna pay you because you're amazing yeah no if honestly guys if you're into reading like analysis and stuff of like our episodes he does a really good analysis of like why he the one about the why he thinks people like bride ghosts was like i was like oh shit yeah no that's true they're supposed to start their new lives and i was just like over yeah yeah i feel <laughs> off that. topic but connor makes great comments that was yeah. the end of that, that that's it um, so we're going to talk about the man and Ningle. Don't quote on me. Don't quote me if that's correct. So here's the spelling. M-A-N-A-N-A-N-G-G-A-L. <laughs> that's unfair. That's just... That's <laughs> it sounds like menomena. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it. The menomena. The menomena creature. <laughs> oh. um, so this creature is from Philippine... Um, like filipino mythology um but it's also been noted in 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 indonesia and malaysia as well so this creature is kind of like wild it's like half human half bat yeah it's freaking bats yeah it can be depicted as a vampire a witch or a man-eating monster so it has long fingers more like claws and like huge vampire fangs um so the word (laughs) menomena I'm not going to pronounce it again. You can thank Holly for that one. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's, uh, so it means, um, like, the word itself means to separate or to remove. Um, yeah. So basically, this creature can detach itself at its torso and then fly away like a bat, leaving its, like, legs wherever it detaches. So it's just flying around with, like, its intestines hanging out. Does it have to come back and reattach? Or yeah. Or it grow back like a lizard's tail? Yeah. No, it has to, like... So it can never be, like... It, it reattaches. I'll explain. I'll explain it in a bit. But like, oh, you throw up. It will, like leave its <laughs> legs and then come back for its legs because it can't fly if the legs are attached. Could yeah. you imagine just like walking and just seeing like legs? <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> I could just pick them. Picture it like sitting on like a park bench with the legs crossed, just waiting for like its like, part to come back. I pictured it just like standing for some reason, just like <laughs> like upright legs, and then just like nothing. I don't. I already don't like this one. Isn't it wild? Like, it's so wild. So, it's basically a human bat, or a human bat, fuck, it's a human with bat wings. Um, It's also said to have an extremely long tongue, which helps them, like, through their hunt. Uh, A lot of people say this creature is female. It's Gene Simmons. It's literally Gene Simmons. (laughs) It's Gene Simmons. (laughs) It's Gene 
costume has wings too doesn't it oh my god what if his like costume was made after this like creature or what if gene simmons just literally is this creature oh my god we have to look into this yeah we do okay sorry i'll um, try to <laughs> so <it's> focus <laughs> so a lot of people say this creature is female and during the day she's like this beautiful woman and then at night she transforms into this vampire like creature and detaches herself and flies around trying to eat people um so she's definitely a cannibal so part of the legend says she preys on pregnant women and tries to eat their unborn child with her, her like long ass tongue gross um another wow. par- yeah another part of the legend which is why we're talking about this is it's kind of like a valentine's day um is that she's also said to hunt newlyweds or couples in love so she has a thing for drama of being left at the altar so she goes after the men who do this oh um, amazing good yeah, her. right she doesn't like love so that's why she like like she either goes after the men that leave women at the altar um or like um goes after couples in love because she just doesn't like it so jealous she's got she's very confusing like she's like yeah i'm gonna defend you but then fuck your love um so those are like her favorite and then she'll eat their hearts livers and stomachs so this creature does separate from their lower half when trying to hunt so they can't fly without separating themselves at first because with if the legs are attached from my understanding is the wings don't work like the wings aren't the thing so it's like a regular human and then at night i'm picturing like a like a child's toy or something where like it has to like i don't know what i'm thinking exactly but i still i'm just trying to picture someone flying around with their intestines hanging out so that's what i mean like when you say detach is it like a clean break are no. we seeing entrails like there's like, like pictures and there's entrails like the entrails wow. are just hanging about yeah this is brutal <laughs> like you could definitely smell that it <laughs> 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 smells Ew. disgusting Ew. Yeah. that um, took me a second <laughs> So if this creature separates itself and then something destroys the lower half while it's like flying, doing whatever it's doing, then obviously the other half can't reattach. So it actually would die off. So it cannot live without its legs. What the fuck? Yeah. But it can fly without its legs. Yeah. None of this makes sense. (laughs) Right? So it can't be separated for a long time. So it can't live without like either half. So if that makes sense for like a long time. Yeah, no, it does. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm just staring at you waiting for more. Whoa. Um, so if you want to kill this thing, it's best to go after the lower half when it separates because it just kind of like sits there. It's it defenseless, yeah. Yeah. So it's what are you gonna fucking kick you? Can't yeah, even see like, you. Yeah, you can't like, see me to kick me. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's said to hate garlic and salt, and you can either kill the lower half if you stuff garlic and salt in like the wound part, <laughs> like when it's separated, it like will dry up and die. <laughs> This can't be real. <laughs> right? Also, if you hate garlic, we can't be friends because who hates garlic? Um, I, I cook with an obnoxious amount of garlic. Every same. time I'm cooking and my mom's, like, not in the house, like, shopping or whatever, she comes home and she's like, I can smell it from the driveway. Yeah. I'm my, not eating that. <laughs> that's, that's my dad. My dad can't have garlic. He'll, like, he's my dad's a vampire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they can also weirdly be killed by, like, stingrays. So I don't know if it's in... Stingrays? Yeah. So you know, like, the the thing that steve Irvin, 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 fuck Irwin was killed by yeah the yeah. little barb the thing, thing. apparently yeah. they can use that as like a weapon like people use it as a weapon like they attach it to like <laughs> a, something and like but she can die like from a spear that. kind yeah. of like they use it as a spear almost yeah, yeah so she can die from that um wow. yeah it's very um, specific <laughs> right 
So they also said to fear the same sort of things a vampire would, such as like holy water, daggers, light. Um, so the creature does not sparkle. It burns and dies in the sunlight. <laughs> Um, oh, we love a Twilight reference. Right. So some things, according to the legend, people believe you can turn yourself into this creature by chanting an inc- incantation, um, dousing yourself with oil, and then procuring an egg that contain that contains a black chicken. Yo, I want to do, I want to do it. Let's, let's try it. Let's become this phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> uh, so this creature, um, to keep this creature away from your house, you should put like pots of uncooked rice around your house. Also, ash and salt sprinkled around will help. Um, this creature does enter from the roof, but apparently if they spot these things, they'll just like, like fuck off. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're scared to go near it because they'll like dry them up and they'll die. Um, some people also say it's impossible to kill these creatures as they are kind of like, okay, this... <laughs> My curtain just was moving. I'm sorry. Oh, no. There's no one there. Let's move. I'm not even there. Let's just move. I thought it was Panda, but it wasn't. It's not. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Your ghost girl's coming to haunt you. <laughs> well, it's so weird. Maybe it's, it's like like... at eye height. So it almost looked like, like someone's like opening Ew. it with a finger, but it's like at my eye level. I thought maybe Panda was like lower down, but she wasn't. If she it's at your it. eye level, I don't think Panda's going to reach. I just thought that maybe I don't, didn't, I that's don't a, know. That's your panic brain trying to like make yeah. something feel good it about it. It must be the dog. Yeah, it must be the oh, dog. Oh, someone, uh, someone messaged or commented on our post asking if it was Stuart was fucking with the lights and like, we still don't know. No, it wasn't actually Stuart fucking with the lights. He says, so we have like, was totally off topic. Um, he, they, uh, we have like the motion the, sensor in here. But it's at, like, your head level, and I'm constantly, like, turning in my chair and turning my head because I'm looking at two different screens. So the light's always on. So, like, the motion sensor basically just stopped working. And the lights aren't supposed to dim. So they at first they dimmed, and then they turned off. But it wasn't Stuart fucking with the lights. That's an update. It was not. It was not. Yeah. He just made fun of me. He's like, Danielle, it's the motion sensor. Stop being ridiculous. I was like, okay. <laughs> Since when is he the voice of reason? <laughs> right? Um, so back to this crazy... So this this is this is hilarious. This part of this legend is fucking hilarious. Um, so some people say it's impossible to kill these creatures as they're kind of like a meat suit. And what is, what is inside of them is a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you need the chicken egg to become one? Yeah. So I guess this is this for is fucking wild. This is like robot chicken. <laughs> oh my god, it is. Yeah. So basically, this uh, like the branch of this legend says that this <laughs> chicken is is like Disney should have done this instead of ratatouille. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so much better. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This chicken is based from like one creature to like another creature. Um, so like the relatives, and then like the. One time this creature, like, so basically, like, this creature has, like, a chicken. The fucking the light lights. just went off. I'm moving my head. Like, look. Isn't that annoying? That was so weird. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> That's so weird that we were just talking about it, too. Ugh. We've, I've been in here for literally almost 50 minutes, and these motion sensors are supposed to go off every 20 minutes. I hate it here. And, and we're not I, at 20 minutes of recording and yet. W- no, this was like literally two minutes ago. I was talking with the motion sensor and I was moving around. So the motion sensor would have caught it. Cause I was like, I talk oh. with my hands, right? Every time stuff like this happens, <sighs> I just think, I wonder if every, anybody's playing our drinking game. <laughs> right. And if you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, it's Valentine's day. So like, just get wasted. 
Yeah, it's fine. So basically, this creature has like a chicken inside of it, and then it passes like the chicken down. So, like if I, if I'm like the robot chicken and I give my child <laughs> the chicken, then I no longer have the chicken inside me. I eventually just die off. Sisterhood of the traveling chicken. Literally, <laughs> it's really morbid. That makes that movie so weird. <laughs> if you don't have the pants, you die. <laughs> um oh so basically you have to wear the pants to cut your legs off to fly <laughs> literally it's not the intestines hanging out it's the chicken's like tail it's like his little butt <laughs> oh my god is so fucking i don't think wild. we've made it through one sentence without laughing yet. So but that's all i got so oh we're done robot chicken yeah so it's fuck that was hilarious a robot chicken creature or it's a woman that hates love and will come after you she'll rip her torso off and so it's just like different interpretations as like people retell it and whatnot or like yeah yeah i'm here for the robot chicken one to be honest but it's kind of valentine's day because it goes after couples in love i i I dig that it's good enough for me i didn't know about Uh, it so i fucking loved that one that was hilarious right (laughs) (laughs) so thanks connor (laughs) Thanks, Connor. That was a good one. Um, so call this a cop out. I am covering Bonnie and Clyde today for oh Valentine's God, yes. Day. Uh, I thought it was super I fun. Love and Bonnie and Clyde. I act. I didn't know their whole story before this. Like I knew the like gist of it, but I yeah. was like, you know, I want to look into them, so I did it. Um, so Clyde Chestnut Barrow was born in Ellis County, Texas, on March twenty fourth, nineteen o nine. He was the fifth of seven children coming from a low income farming family. Uh, as a teenager, Clyde tried to enlist in the U.S. Navy, but was rejected due to effects of a childhood illness, which is most likely like malaria or yellow fever. Um, Clyde didn't take this well. Uh, he was super excited to enlist and had already gone to get a tattoo on his arm that said USN on it. Hmm. So you can imagine that probably had an impact on him. Yeah. Uh, Clyde's first run-in with the law was in 1926 at 17 years old. He failed to return a car that he rented and then ran when police pulled him over. So, like, really, really badass uh, crime to start off with. Um, His next arrest was not much better. In 1927, him and his brother Buck stole some turkeys and got caught. His name's Buck? His name's, well, his name's something else. Uh, I can't remember it, but they called nickname him Buck. Like, Buck. his nickname was Buck. So I just, like, I'm not going to write the full name. We're just going to call him Buck. I like it. Um, so after the second arrest, both Buck and Clyde managed to get good, stable jobs. But they picked up quite the hobby on the side. Uh, they started robbing small grocery stores or gas stations, like, just for funsies. Uh, from what I understand, they didn't really need the extra cash. They literally just enjoyed it. Just like a Saturday um, night hobby. Like Yeah. Well, I like, I could kind of get it. Like, I guess you get, like, a thrill or whatever. Um, so they only ever really made away with a few bucks from every place that they hit. Between 1927 and 1929, they had robbed 15 places with some uh, arrests and releases in between. So according to John Neal Phillips, who wrote the infamous book Running with Bonnie and Clyde, The Ten Fast Years of Ralph Fultz, quote, Clyde's goal in life was not to gain fame and fortune from robbing banks, but to seek revenge against the Texas prison system for the abuses he suffered while serving time. Uh, We're going to get into that a little bit more later, but basically the prison that uh, he and his brother and, like, their eventual gang was in and out of was, like, not a great prison. Mm -hmm. Uh, And especially back in the early 1920s, I would imagine the conditions were not super great. I mean, what Um, is a good prison? Well, fair. That's absolutely fair. But I'm talking, like... Pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
get diseases in it kind of prison oh, like not clean like you know 10 men to a cell kind of thing oh yep we've talked um, about those before well yep <laughs> now that would so, smell actually when i say the name tell me if you think it's haunted because it sounds haunted to me um bonnie elizabeth parker was born in rowita texas uh she was the second of three children her father charles died when bonnie was four leaving her mother emma to pick up and move the family to west dallas um i don't know why they moved but they ended up being like uh they lived in poverty as a result of the move so she had kind of like a difficult upbringing um but she still flourished when it came to school she was an honorable student in high school and won several awards in the literary literary arts i knew I was going to have trouble with that the second I typed it. Um, She excelled in creative writing and wrote poems that received praise all the way up to local politicians who would invite her to give speeches for them at events. So she was like quite the bright young girl. Um, Bonnie was very much involved with the infamous Barrow Gang, which is uh, Clyde and Buck's last name. That's what they called the gang. Uh, She was present for reportedly a hundred felonies. But all witness statements say that she had never fired a gun at a police officer who were, like, the main victims of this gang. Uh, So she kind of got this, like, fake gangster persona from all the retellings of this story and the media hype around it. That's not to say she didn't do crime. Like, she was definitely there when it happened. But she wasn't this, like, rough and tough gangster chick that they made her out to be. Okay. Um, So there's this uh, picture of Bonnie leaning against a car with a gun in her hand and, like, a cigar hanging out of her mouth. And this picture is what they used to put in, like, all the wanted posters and the newspapers and everything to give that, like... Oh, she's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But members of the gang gave statements saying that that photo was staged for shits and giggles and that Bonnie didn't even smoke cigars. Uh, So she wasn't innocent by any means, but there's a large chance that she technically was not a murderer. Um, On September 25th, 1926, just shy of her 16th birthday, Bonnie married her childhood crush, Roy Thornton. The marriage didn't last long and they separated in 1929, but never finalized a divorce. Uh, She was actually wearing her wedding ring like Roy gave her the day she died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So Roy also lived a life of crime and he was sentenced to five years for burglary in 1933. Uh, He tried to escape from East Ham Farm Prison, which is the prison, and was shot and killed by guards. So he is no longer. Um, When they separated, that he is just no longer. (laughs) <laughs> well i just want to say he's not gonna be in the story anymore <laughs> his um, chapter so is done goodbye yeah exactly <laughs> um after their separation in 1929 bonnie moved back home with her mom and found work as a waitress uh she kept a diary and she often wrote about being lonely and how much she hated the suburbs uh honestly as i was writing this i was like shit i was fucking bonnie in high school um she seemed to have this need to escape her life and uh she fucking did it like she escaped um one night bonnie was at her friend's house when of course clyde walked in he was a mutual friend of like the guy who owned the house the story says that bonnie was making hot chocolate in the kitchen when their eyes met and the angels sang and cartoon hearts fell from the sky and all that (laughs) fun stuff um and it was kind of like a perfect storm so bonnie had just left her husband uh she lost her job after the cafe she was waitressing at shut down and she was desperate for love and an escape from her life and then in walks clyde who's this you know gangster robbery type when i say gangster i mean like the 1930s gangsters who all wore fedoras and stuff yeah so he's like this bad boy living on the edge and it, it just it was perfect for her on the edge uh, for of her. glory <laughs> yeah hanging on a boat <laughs> with you um 
So in April 1930, three months after they had met, Clyde was sent to prison once again. Uh, so this is where he suffered the alleged abuse he, abuse he spoke about. Um, his friend and fellow inmate Ralph Fultz said he watched his personality change while serving his sentence, and he became like a vindictive, angry person in jail that he wasn't previously. Like, first the crimes were just for shits and giggles, but now he's like... I want to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, so while serving this 14 year sentence for robbery and car theft, uh, sometime in 1932, Clyde kind of snapped due to the brutal conditions of East Ham prison. Uh, he decided to cut off a couple toes so that he would be transferred to another lower security oh, prison. Okay. Um, and life decided to cut him some slack for his sacrifice. And he was actually paroled six days after he cut his toes off. So well oh, done, Clyde. My God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he apparently walked with like a permanent limp afterwards and uh fun fact i wasn't gonna include this but i am now bonnie also walked with a limp because clyde fucking crashed the car and she was like seriously injured and like they couldn't go to a hospital because they're bonnie and clyde but now they have a limp together so it's yeah like, so it's meant to be cute uh <laughs> i guess i wonder did they limp on the same side Ooh, i don't know i'd have to look it up i'd have to I'm see just, my head's still wrapped around the fact that he cut off his own toes like <laughs> uh so there's um there's oh some God. debate as to whether oh the lights just went off again none of this makes sense no it doesn't <laughs> um wow i lost my train of thought entirely oh yeah so there's some debate as to whether or not he did it or whether or not he paid like another inmate mm-hmm. to do it but most people say he did it um so when they were released clyde buck and ralph formed what would later be known as the barrow gang and they brought bonnie and buck's wife blanche along with them i love the name blanche it just makes me think of like old timey um so this is where their string of robberies began and they started to gain the buzz in the press etc etc uh so the gang's goal was to raise enough money to like through their crimes and robberies to get Get ammunition what's that to get get new toes (laughs) 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 no um I don't know if this is better than wor- or worse than toes, but they wanted to get like ammunition and weapons so that they could attack the East Ham prison and release some of their friends. Oh, okay. So that was their goal. That was the whole reason they did this whole thing is they wanted to break people out of prison. Okay. Um, so again, the bank robbery story here is mostly fake. Uh, they did hit a couple banks, but they were like, uh, not like the Wells Fargo's or like the big name banks. They were like small mom and pop type things, which mm-hmm. I guess those don't exist anymore. Do they here? At least, at least not here no i've never seen one no. um but they targeted mostly uh like small stores and gas stations and only ever scored again five to ten bucks per hit so you i don't know how cheap ammunition was back in the day but i don't know how well they're doing does that make them look like really bad robbers yeah but they're like the most notorious so are they <laughs> i mean i guess maybe because they did it so much but like but they're not like good at it yeah it's, i don't know they're they're shit, they're shit. <laughs> on april 30th 1932 uh, i f- scrolled too far the owner of a store was shot dead during one of the robberies uh Cl- Cl- blah, blah, blah. clyde claimed that he was just the getaway driver but for the first time in his criminal career he was officially wanted for murder and bonnie and clyde were on the run um so i'm gonna fast forward a bunch here because honestly there was just so much there were so many robberies between 1932 and 1934 i'm just gonna summarize it and say crime crime happened lots of crime lots of crime uh more murder killed uh police officers were killed uh they there was a bunch of traps set by police officers that they managed to escape so that's how they kind of started to get their buzz it's like wow how are they escaping the police yeah um no no toes were collected 
<laughs> so yeah whole bunch of shit 1934 so on january 16th 1934 bonnie and clyde helped five prisoners escape from east ham prison uh one of whom was raymond hamilton who was facing more than 200 years behind bars oh. so they like they, they let the really good ones out yeah apparently um, two guards were shot and killed in the ordeal on april 1st they were pulled over by two highway patrolmen and they killed them before they even made it to the car oh wow on april 6th they killed a constable in oklahoma before kidnapping and killing the police chief like the next day i think they held him overnight and then killed him the next day um at one point they like held an attorney hostage to escape another police trap kind of thing like so they really amped up in 1934 and uh at this point the fbi took jurisdiction over the case uh agents followed their trail through it wasn't called the fbi i forgot to mention that i forget what it was called at the time but it was basically the fbi okay um Agents followed uh, their trail through several states, but found a pattern with Louisiana. So Bonnie and Clyde always returned to Louisiana. No matter where their current crime spree was, they were always able to trace them back there. Um, so agents were able to connect the lovebirds to Henry Methvin and the Methvin family, who were like a notorious crime family from Louisiana. Um on April 13th, FBI agents were given a tip that Bonnie and Clyde were in Ruston, Louisiana, staying close to the Methvin's home. Uh, I think it was like one of their rental properties or like a like a housekeeper house like a on their house property or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so using their informant, agents learned that the group were going to be throwing or the group was, sorry, going to be throwing a party on May 21st in Black Lake, Louisiana, and would be returning on May 23rd. So they waited. Uh, so they found that out in April and they waited all the way till May 23rd. Um, the FBI and police from both Louisiana and Texas, uh, got together and in the early morning hours of May 23rd, they literally hid in some bushes along the highway and just opened fire as Bonnie and Clyde drove by. They, I guess, had a vehicle description or whatnot, uh, and the couple was killed instantly in the gunfire. Um, so I didn't know this fact, but apparently some weirdos ambushed the scene and tried to, like, cut off ears and fingers and shit to sell as souvenirs. Ew. Um, Yeah. So one person they killed so many cops, the cops were just like, well, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, the cops did stop them. It was like literally they shot the car, the car crashed and people were running at the car before the cops had even like come out of their hiding spots. That's fucking so yeah. weird. Um, so one person managed to get away with some of Bonnie's hair and like torn fabric from her bloodstained dress. Uh, a sheriff involved in the arrest took the fucking car, <laughs> but a judge would later rule that it should be returned to its original owner who Bonnie and Clyde had stolen it from. Uh, so the owner was Ruth Warren of Kansas. She sold the car to an anti-crime lecturer named Charles Stanley who toured it around America to be like, crime is bad. Look at this bullet riddled car um and it's now on display at the ronald reagan presidential library and museum in simi valley california can um, you imagine getting a phone call and be like hey so we found your stolen car but um but also <laughs> there's lots of blood in it i hope that ruth got a lot of money for that car when she yeah. sold it that's all i'm saying that's so um in a tragic end to their romance bonnie and clyde were buried separately at the request of bonnie's mother who never liked clyde even be before this whole like murder spree thing uh so bonnie was buried in dallas while clyde was buried along with his brother buck who was killed trying to escape from prison uh clyde's tombstone reads gone but not forgotten and like i know that's like a standard like saying that you would get mm -hmm. engraved it doesn't seem important but like for him yeah he literally was never, never forgotten. forgotten ever um 
At the time they were killed in 1934, they were believed to have committed 13 murders, nine of which were police officers. The story of their crime spree was twisted into this weird romantic thing by the press, and they were painted as star-crossed lovers who met a tragic end. Uh, the story had a grip on the country, and an alarming number of people showed up to the funeral, like like fans of theirs showed up to the funeral, um, or their I guess their respective funerals. Um, their love story was brought to the big screen in 1967 with Arthur Penn's interpretation of their story starring Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. And like, you literally could not have picked a better looking couple to play them. I was going to say. It just kind of feeds into that like, oh my God, but they're so good looking. Yeah. Um, so their death sparked what was known as the public enemy era in America, which is where a string of gangsters took over the scene. Uh, legendary names like Pretty Boy Floyd, Machine Gun Kelly, not not that one and ma barker so it was that very like 30s uh like i said the dudes in fedoras uh i'm picturing like the girls with those cigarette sticks you know oh the, my god the, yes the, and they're like know? the white at the white end yeah like yeah yeah like, Cruella you know, de you know. <laughs> Cruella Deville, that's exactly who i'm picturing yeah um so it was called the public enemy era because this is when the fbi started their list of public enemies which was like the very first version of fbi's most wanted oh, so is that why that movie is called public enemy with johnny Depp? Probably, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go on a limb and say, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, that is the love story that is Bonnie and Clyde. I hate it and I love it. I was so excited to look into it. And I, I always find it fascinating that like, we all do this. I think we're all kind of guilty of this. It's like, they did terrible things. They're terrible people. But for some reason, there's still this like, we want to watch movies about them. We want to yeah. talk about them. Their they're life this, is like, just interesting. Beyonce and Jay-Z have that song that's called Bonnie and Clyde. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's still this, like, iconic love story for some reason, even though they're not the best people. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not the best people in the world. But yeah, but that's it. I that's how we do that. love here. I love that. <laughs> Fly- flying fucking vampire people, legless things, and Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. If that ain't romance, I don't know what is. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> Um, we literally don't no we have no idea what romance is like don't i don't even like hugs like don't even touch me (laughs) (laughs) any affection is gross oh god but we like when you give us affection on social media we do um come (laughs) hang out with us our instagram is did you like that segue that was good i did actually you're getting really good at that i'm like it's so much easier now for me um our instagram is a spooky hour podcast our twitter is at spooky hour and our email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com send us your spooky tales send it um and that's it i guess we'll see you next week yeah we hope you have a great love day a hallmark holiday valentine's day whatever you want to celebrate if you don't celebrate i hope you have a good monday <laughs> and reminder to click the gofundme when we post it yes please thanks do. guys thanks bye stay spooky stay spooky bye